We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on Early Break, no Jake Sorensen this week if you're just now uh, joining us as he is in Lake Tahoe, so... Yeah, Enjoy golf, it. His golf game is garbage. Yeah, he's uh no no that's he okay. Really, no, he can play. He's he's a scratch guy. So, so it's, you keep saying he's scratch. Is he really scratch? He is. He can play. He, he's scratch mad. Golfer? He's mad if he shoots plus four at golf league. Plus four, four over. Mm-hmm. You know what I would give for four over? Probably nothing because I'm about you plus give your seven computer, right now. Would you? I wouldn't give my computer. I, I still not it, yet. I learned. Listen, I learned the diagnosis. I can of my be computer today. one, two, or three over. Mm-hmm. Right. Ooh. Things are rolling. Yeah. But Eastrick will have a freaking one. blow up one. Oh, and I mm. my my golf at golf league every Wednesday night. I play in a golf league every Wednesday night. And there's always one hole where I have a triple bogey. Yeah. Every week there's is, been one hole that's mm. had a triple bogey. So I finished plus seven, plus six. Yeah. And I'm like, man, without that hole, if I would have parred like I did the other seven holes. I'm sitting pretty good. What's a blow up hole for you, Strick? Man, is that an eight burger? Eight is it a quad burger, stroke out? Quad, like, and, and it and it and it's a stupid quarter or a triple. Mm-hmm. It's yep. not even like like I'm in the freaking fairway. It's controllable. I'm looking at the green and the flag. Yeah, everything is in front of me, <laughs> and I'll hit a ball straight over the freaking flag, <laughs> and it'll go into the freaking. Behind it or next hole. exactly, and it's <laughs> just a hole. it's a missed club or something. Or I just smashed it, and I'm like, you mother sucker! <laughs> whoa, 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 hello, whoa, hello, hello. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and head to our yeah, uh, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Nick Sanders, Steve Sipple, and Eric Strickland with you on a Wednesday. We're going to the Honda Lincoln Hotline where we're joined by Sean Callahan. Good morning, Sean. How's it going? <laughs> Good morning, guys. Hello, right. Sean. Let's let's go ahead and dive right in. So we were talking in the first segment a little bit about NIL. I don't know if you heard about John Ruiz down in Miami kind of being inquired about just kind of his NIL deals with some of the guys like Nigel Pack, the the transfer guard from Penn or Kansas State, excuse me. I'm curious, have we seen like a, a Scott Frost CEO kind of evolve a little bit when it comes with NIL nowadays? And, and I mean, how, how will we know if if he's really taking that off the field approach? Well, NIL, the head coach can't be involved. I mean, That's so true. It's hard to even say anything about him with NIL because he can't be involved in the deals or, or any of those things with the players uh, technically by rule. Um, but, yeah, embracing it as a program and having it be a part of your program I think is a big part. And they've done a pretty good job, um, you know, of making sure the players have opportunities um, to get NIL. I mean, I, I, you know, this week alone I know – a large group of guys were um, running a camp, a clinic uh, on the football program. And yesterday, a large group of guys were in North Platte for an appearance for um, Nebraska Land Days. And they went out there for that. So, they, you know, they've done a good job. And I think that's what I've noticed about NIL in Nebraska. It's not just one or two players. I mean, you know, they've, they've gone pretty deep into, into the well to make sure, um, you know, a lot of guys are involved um, on the team as far as getting at least some opportunities. But Scott can be – Sean, correct me if I'm wrong. Scott can be involved in fundraising for that's just ostensibly for NIL? I believe so, yes. But I, you know, I don't think it's like something they advertise. But, yeah, I think he can talk to people, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
about it and and you know the universities held a meeting i know trev alberts had a lot of the nil um people on and they had questions about kind of the whole direction of things and this was late may so yeah they, but they can't be in, in you know it technically can't be involved in recruiting um you know in terms of inducement um pay for play um and, and those things um I, I think you know players can get a pretty good idea of what opportunities are at a school but you know, can't say if you come to Nebraska. Yep, you got two hundred and fifty thousand. That that technically is against the rules, and obviously yeah. we know that's happening out there um, right now. And that that's probably where the issues of the NIL are today. Sean, real quick, do you do you think by any means, uh, without getting into trouble, that they can throw out some form of before you get to campus type of limitations on the amount of money that somebody I mean I know it's a it's a slippery slope but that I I'm trying to figure out a way to even out this playing field across the board that makes it you know viable for <coughs> Purdue or for a Pittsburgh mm-hmm. to not you know miss out on the top 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 tier guys that are out there because across the board on the recruiting plane it's all evil do you, even do you think there's something out there that that can be thrown out without the legalities getting or messing up that type of opp- uh, opportunity for universities? It's so difficult because it's state to state, and, and there's so many laws that you're talking about everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Nebraska, high school athletes you know, that aren't even committed to Nebraska, say, they could sign with a NIL collective or, or you know, something like that and, and, make oper- and, and, and there's no guarantee they'll go to Nebraska. So, um, you know, there's rules in, in place that they'd have to follow, though, um, to keep their eligibility. They can't talk about their school. Um, they can't talk about their, their players or, or their actual season in their team, but they can talk about their recruiting process and their family and, 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 and things like that. So, yeah, it, it's such a mixed bag, and because it is not federalized and it's more state-to-state state in terms of how the laws and, and things are operated, that's where it gets really complicated and that's where the NCAA lost control. I mean, if they could have figured out a way to make this a one-size-fit-all uniform thing like all the other policies in the NCAA, I think it would be easier. But because the NCAA gambled thinking that, you know what, they're never going to get this passed, it's not going to happen. And then when the Supreme Court and the legislative bodies did start passing it, that's where they lost control when it became a state-by-state issue. That's and exactly right. Box. That, that's exactly right. Sean Callahan joins us. Sean June critical recruiting month for Nebraska for a lot of programs. What does this weekend look like in terms of the official visitor list? Yeah, it's gone down a little bit because there were a few guys that were supposed to come in that are that were um, you know scheduled and and they've committed elsewhere. Um, Carter Menz from uh, North Dakota is one for sure mm-hmm. out of Fargo. He, he committed to Minnesota this weekend, but. That list, we're still kind of getting it finalized, or I'm still, you know, in terms of getting a read from Nebraska of, of you know, who's coming in this weekend. Uh, but, you know, probably eight visitors or so, but a good chunk of those guys are already commits. Uh, William Pop Watson, Sam Sledge, and Dwight Boodle will be here. Um, you know, two guys I think that you want to watch closely. Um, I think Dylan Rogers, a linebacker out of Cypress, Texas, Anthony Evans. Um, who's a receiver, um, maybe a DB even out of Converse, Texas. So that, you know, that is kind of something that's interesting in this class to watch. They've done a very good job in Texas getting out on some guys, and they're going to have some more uh, Texas guys in this weekend. We're speaking to Sean Callahan here, and I, I want we're about a month and a half away from fall camp beginning, so quarterback discussion now that we're our post-Adrian Martinez is going to be fired up here in the next couple of weeks. I'll just 
give a general one. Are we positive that Casey Thompson's going to be the starting quarterback week one for Nebraska? I mean, he's he's in the best position today based on his repetitions over the course of the spring. I mean, that, that's the best way to say it right yeah, now. Yeah, like, the best way, yeah. Um, you, you look at Chuba, and, and he only got a week, but Chuba's big, strong, fast, athletic. He has enough to pose a threat. And the question is, can he get himself in that position in fall camp? Otherwise, Casey is the guy. I mean, I think that's probably the easiest way. And, you know, Logan Smothers will be in the conversation, um, but I think those two guys are ahead. And Casey's got the leg up. Chubba will have an opportunity. And I do think if Chubba's prepared and healthy and ready to roll, they're going to give him a good opportunity to see because Casey needs to sweat it out a little bit. It can't just be this easy. I think they want to make sure – you know, he's got to truly earn this thing, and, and Chubba has a chance to do that, I think. Is it is it alarming? that Should Husker fans be alarmed that Chubba has come in with, with little experience and just passed up uh, a couple of guys like Logan Smothers who have been in that room and even started one game for Nebraska? No, Ch- Chubba is very highly regarded. I mean, I, okay. I've been around guys that had seen both in high school and know both. And they'll tell you they thought Chubba was the better prospect of the two quarterbacks between Casey and Chubba. I mean, Chubba was Mike Norvell's hand-picked starter to go to Florida State. He would be the starter at Florida State if he wouldn't have got hurt in the 2020 COVID season. Then he came back off that injury um, probably too soon, and it kind of derailed things. So he's a very talented player. He, he just had a very bad draw of cards to start his Florida State career. Um, where you know Casey. The, all, the reality is Casey was never probably the choice that Texas had to be the starter, uh, but there had been some transition and coaching changes there, and, and he rose up through those things. But he was not Steve Sarkeesian's guy. He kind of just took it over by default, and then they brought in someone over him. So both these guys have kind of a unique story why they're at Nebraska. Um, Chubbo was looking for a fresh start. Casey knew he wasn't going to be the starter at Texas, um, So and, and they came to Nebraska. Again, we're talking with Sean Callahan. Sean, um... Quick question. It's it's a kind of a two-parter, but it's it's all in the same vein. So, right now, do you feel that the University of Nebraska have shored up their front line uh, issues for the most part, and and do you feel comfortable with that? And who out of the um, you know the the do you feel that either the offense or the defense, or is there a balance going to be? Uh, the thing that we rely on, like last year, it was the defense. You could, you knew it was the defense last year. So, what is, where do you view that? Do you view it as a balance? Do you view it as the defense again going to be the Stapleton of of Nebraska football? Uh, so, first question: shoring up the front lines. Do you feel that we've accomplished that? And where do you feel that the University of Nebraska finds itself? Whether it's going to be staunch defense or is there a balance or so forth and so on. Yeah, it's a it's a great debate. I think the defensive line, you know, they've added three really good players: O'Shawn Mathis, Devin Drew, and Stephon Wynn. And you look at what they lost: Ben Stilley um, graduated, DeAndre Thomas, Damian Daniels um, went pro or left, Jordan Riley transferred, Casey Rogers transferred. So, there those were five guys that played, and a couple of those guys didn't play very much, but they still played a few snaps a game and they've replaced them with those three. So that that's the debate. Do you think those three are better than those five? And I do think there are people over there that do believe that. I mean, I think they believe O'Shawn Mathis is obviously an upgrade to what they had before. Um, I, I think they, the combination of Wynn and Drew, they think, is an upgrade of Casey Rogers. 
Uh, Jordan Riley, if was here, would play very minimal snaps this year. I don't think he's going to be a factor. That's why he left. So um, I think on the surface, they feel like they have replaced those guys. And, and Garrett Nelson has kind of beefed himself into a down lineman versus a linebacker. So they've mm-hmm. kind of retooled him in, in that look. Now, offensive line, I think finding that combination in, in what you do with guys like Ben Hart and Corcoran and Bando and, and you know, could a Latoski come up out of there and play? Yeah, um, and, you know, Trent Hickson's a wild card at center. What, what's he bring to the table? Um, and then obviously Teddy, if he can be like the guy they think he can be. So they've got it all there. And then we don't know much about Riola. What will Riola get out of this group? He's almost to me as important as any of these hires because he's got to get this group playing really well this year. Mm-hmm. All right, Sean, appreciate the time as always. Uh, appreciate good stuff from you as always. Once again, appreciate hanging out with us. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That is Sean Callahan. That was a triple <laughs> pump appreciation. That was, that was, yeah, I butchered that. I, I butchered that, and I was like, I don't know where I'm going with this. That was triple I pump. Wanted, I, so what happened is I you wanted triple to, pump. I'm so used to saying something after somebody's name. That You're right in fine. the no 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 thanks Sip. You want to know what Sip told me? This is a good spot to spot to put this in. So Sip and I are preparing for the show. We're on the we're on the phone oh, last wait night. Wait a second. Can you can you say this on the air? I can. Okay. Sip and I are talking on the phone last night, and he's like, Nick, you just need to Google my name. <laughs> no, oh I said no no and no no, you, no don't say that. Come on, tell the truth now, Steve. I said we are we Strick is going to be on our yes. show. We knew that. Yes. I said in preparation, I've written some stuff about Strick. Just. Google Sipple Strickland. <laughs> and what did you say? I got a quick one. I, listen, I said, how does Steve's head get through the door sometimes? Nick, just Google my name. No, so, so listen, I'm going to be very transparent today okay. because okay. I can't let you yeah. go out the way that I appreciate you're going out, that. And I can't let him <laughs> drop the bag and then me feel like you got. I'm not in on the gig. Okay. Right? okay. All, right. All right. So I happen to be with one of my buddies is, is an actor. His name is um, um, Denzel Washington. No. <laughs> no. Tom Cruise. Pat Kojo. Okay. And so his, his brother's name is Boris Kojo. And we used to okay. live together in California back okay. some days. So I'm with Pat. We're in Houston. And we're going to this little bar in this club. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had left my – I had my credit card, but I didn't have my ID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the lady was basically, you know, <coughs> saying, hey, I need your ID. You know, I, I wanted to be able to put my car down, so forth and so on. Uh-huh. And I said, listen, I am who I am. You can Google me. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Said, That's okay. Google and you'll see Just that Google I am who Eric I am. Strickland. E-R-I-C-K. And so I couldn't let it's you know. It smelled a little you. weird. I appreciate that. <laughs> I couldn't let you But, uh, I mean, I guess you guys can Google me as well. There just won't be a whole lot that pops up. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All I right. did, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did. needed to pay. <laughs> All right, let's get to, to get to Song of the Day. Get ready to rate it. 402-464-5685. We'll do that next on Early Break. Okay. 